Hey guys, and welcome to the New Year's episode of the Get Life Podcast Kunai. Last episode, we obviously had our Christmas episode. If you haven't seen that, go and see it right now because we chose the anime that we're going to watch today, K-On, based on what we saw in the Christmas episode and, and whatnot. So before we get started, Tyson. For you new folks, Get A Life Podcast Kunai is an anime discussion podcast under the Get A Life group, which includes the original Get A Life podcast, Galp Germany and Galp France. We run on a monthly schedule with a new episode of Kunai at the end of the month. Because this is an anime discussion podcast, expect heavy spoilers. Also, we aren't covering the manga in any extent for those shows that are based off one. We can be found on Stitcher and the iTunes Store. If you'd like to recommend a show for us to watch and make an episode of Kunai, send us your suggestion on Twitter at GetAlifePodcast using the hashtag GALPKunai. We only ask that you suggest shows that have at most 30 episodes. We got our lives to attend to. Get it? Good. So yeah, um, Kion is a 12 episode anime. It also has a second season, but we're not going to talk about that today. It also has a film set in London, which I've seen the film. It's quite good, but it's kind of confusing. Because it kind of shows London as... It's like stereotypical London, basically. It's not how London really is, but I digress. <laughs> Um, so your opinions, Kevin, what do you think? Your first impressions? Alright, so yeah, just notes, I was the only one who didn't watch the anime uh, at the time it was suggested, so, um, I have to say overall I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't, I don't think it's my favorite anime, but it's definitely a good, solid piece of work. Um, basically for you, for those of you who don't know, um, it's a slice of life anime, right? And... I think it gets so many aspects right because it has a nice blend of everything. It has like uh, good music. The music's amazing, by the way. Uh, the characters, the, like the cast, just the, they all have different personalities, right? And they just complement each other so well. So that's it's really nice to have a good story with nice characters. Um, overall, I really enjoyed it. And the comedy, oh my god, <laughs> it, it'll make you laugh. And most importantly, of course, um, there's. Uh, senpai ship and Mugi-chan. So <laughs> that's a plus. <laughs> ten out of ten. Ijiang. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, and in regards to um, in regards to me, um, I've already watched Kaeyang, and I think that I couldn't be able to properly explain how or why or why do I like Kaeyang. Um, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with that. Unless I go kind of like back in time and tell the audience about how I first found out Kaeyong. So, I've always been into forums. I like hanging out with communities. And in one of these communities, there was a guy. I don't know if it was out of a gag or was it the show he was watching at the moment or that he's a real fan of it. Because that particular forum had gags like running from time to time and... This particular this particular user had a had a Mio avatar, and then I decided to ask him about it. And like, oh hey, it's Kion. They it was like what probably four years ago or maybe three. I don't know. But I decided to I decided to watch it, and I being I think I like it, or what got me in rather was. Just the uh, just how airheaded Yui is, 
And it has a sort of endearing char uh, charm to it. Because I'm supposed to be watching this character that I'm supposed to, like, the, um, the, the writers kind of, like, put him into, okay, so have the beauty care for her and whatnot. And I'm looking at a total airhead, but she manages to still be cute within that whole airheadedness. Even the game, just for the, just for the record, Yui is not my best girl. But I'm, we're going to enter that discussion later. <laughs> um, so about Kaeyoung, why is it that... I stayed because when you take out the whole endearing thing about it, it's just like an anime with no direction. Like, I'm basically living the lives of these five girls that and their antics. So, if you try to overanalyze, you're gonna be left with that. But I think it's because that you, that the viewer, or at least this perhaps was the writers in. in intention of having you kind of like care for the girls to make the whole concept work at least with me it did because i'm always like uh i always there was always this how should i say it there was this desire to know what was go what was gonna happen next like this is not an intense show this is like um it, it, like a very easy going anime but I mean, it's also fun it's like It's really, really fun to watch, even though that is simplistic and whatnot. It's, I, I don't know how Kaon managed to, to do that, but it did. It just did. I don't know. I don't really know how to explain it. But yeah, um, Bish, what do you think about it? Um, the thing what I like about Kaon, and like I said, for me, for you guys to kind of understand why I like Kaon as an anime, is because. It's very. It's like the, to be honest, it's the second anime I've seen, like in in real life. Like I've seen loads of animes, but this was in chronological order. This was the second one, and it was actually suggested by my friend Daniil. Shout out to him. I, it seems like I'm giving Daniil a shout out every episode. This is this is like the third <laughs> shout out you get to Daniil. Yeah. Yeah. The the reason I'm giving him the shout out is because Daniil was the kind of guy that got me into anime, and and I really thank him for everything. Uh, but. He said, oh, watch Kaon, because you like Toradora so much. And I was like, cool. I, I didn't even know what the hell Kaon was about. And I was like, uh, I kind of got bored at the beginning. I was like, oh, it's kind of it's kind of a stupid girly anime with uh, mm -hmm. guitars and stuff. And then and then I was just like, whoa, this kind of reminds me of my own life, as, as weird as that sounds. And my own high school experiences. Because believe it or not, I used to be in this kind of Kaon group. Um, you were the light music band when you were in high uh, school? Did, yeah, kind of. Um, but Do you have like a Mugi-chan in your life? <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't a Mugi-chan. To be honest, I was more of oh. the Asusa. Um, you were more the... the same, oh. I don't have to explain it. I, because I, the only reason I was the Asusa is mainly because everyone else were were one year older than me. So I was like, oh, senpai, senpai. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I, I can picture Bish with like pigtails now. Yeah, like, no, I, 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 of course I did. <laughs> of course. No, um, it, it, no, it, no suggestion. Can we call Bish um, Bishu Nyang or something like that? No? No? Yeah. It doesn't work? No, don't, okay. don't call me that. No. <laughs> that I, oh. Bish Nyang! 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 Funny thing about that, I've actually done that in recordings before. Um, I've done it with a. This is fun fact. It, no one else will know this. If you've seen our interview, our actual first episode of Kunai, Um, with the guys from Honda, Nishimoto-san, and Mikura-san, head designers um, and engineer from Honda, um, I actually asked them the most, like, the funniest question. I was like, 
oh, can you do an impression of an animal? Uh, because they were talking about how their previous uh, vehicles were, you know, had design inspirations from cats and stuff. And I was like, hey, no, come on, let's do that. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah. And then I remember... <laughs> Uh, and it was hilarious because um, Mikura-san said to Nishimoto-san, he was like, ah, kawaii desu ne. And I was like, oh, what, mind blown. And I was like, these guys from Japan think I'm cute. I was Aww. like, well, not, that, get, I felt really Did you, did, did you have cat ears on? No, I didn't. It was, it was hilarious because the translator was like, no, I don't think they'll find it funny. And then I, I done the impression and they loved it. It's not in the episode, but it's it's... I think I'll always remember that. But getting back to the point in this Kane Kaon group that I was in, it was, it was, it was a vocal group. We had our own. It was more of like a Love Live thing. If you've seen Love Live, Love Live, um, as opposed to Kaon, but it kind of reminds me of Kaon more because we, there's roughly the same amount of people. It was a similar kind of concept. Um, we didn't eat snacks all the time, but there uh, was you, people that you you defeated my next question. <laughs> no, we we didn't. But it was like. We used to hang out after school and like sing, and it was cool because essentially how it started was it was a school choir thing, and then no one started to come to the school choir, so we were like, "Dude, let's just do our own thing." And it, I think I was the only I was the only guy in that Kon group, and the rest were girls. But I would say I'm I'm not I'm not one to toot my own horn, but I was the person that was keeping <laughs> it together, and I was the main vocalist. In that, uh, so you're like so Eo, it's, right? I guess. <laughs> so he's like the so he's like the Jewy among so um, no, it, kind of no, it, but... no, not not the Jewy like the, like the pimp Jew from Persona Four. They can like they get this chick <laughs> magnet all over him, but essentially they, uh, there weren't other there weren't any other guys on the on the club. That no, there did. was no there was no other guys because people thought it was gay, and I was like, what? This singing's not gay. Look at all these other musicians. Well, uh, but, it, well. well I think if you take the definition of gay as seeing as seeing happy, then yes, it is very gay because you were all happy. To be honest, yeah. And then there was another thing. We even had our own kind of advisor who was the who was a uh, my music teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if I should mention him. He's a badass, by the way. He was like the person that I would look up to. But he's you know he was cool. But um, was he like he was was he like Sawako? Yeah, did, did he sing? Like no, he, I don't think he was. He was he was the most intimidating guy. Like he's the opposite of Sawako. You know, Sawako is like so cute, and all the all the students <laughs> think like, oh, she's so cute, and she's like, oh, best teacher, most beautiful teacher ever. But she's like really, she's really dark on the inside. She's like, well, heavy metal, blah blah blah. But this guy was completely the opposite. He would like stare students and like look at them, and they would piss themselves like. He was that scary, but then <laughs> when you talk to him, he was—he's really like cool. Like he's like—I I don't know how to explain it. He's the opposite of Salka. Um, he actually left. And I haven't seen him in like how many years? Like five years. But he's a really—he's a legend. Um, and if he's listening, which I doubt he is, <laughs> uh, you're awesome. He knows who he is. He knows who he is. Um, but yeah, and like I was—I related so much to Kaon, and I was like, whoa. You know, because for me that that light music club, um, for me in high school, was was kind of um, kind of put my mind off a couple of things. You know, especially because a lot of us, you know, in high school we kind of get bullied and whatnot. And it was, uh, yeah, it was it, it kind of put me away from that, and it made me think, whoa, you know, it made me 
feel good about myself, it gave me self-confidence. And I'm guessing the same kind of applies to these guys in the in Kaon as well. Like I feel that characters have you see them progress and you see them change and how they come before be they how they come more confident in themselves and their abilities and whatnot. And yeah, it was it was fun. Um, but in terms of the actual anime Kaon, I I love it and it just mainly because of the nostalgia and you know I, there's so much I can relate to. But yeah. Cool. So where do we go from here, so, guys? Where we go from here, I think we should talk about the animation style because this anime was kind of based off a oh, manga yes. that was known as Kaon. Duh. And it was it, yeah, duh. the the yeah. the the manga artist was male, and he was. I think this is his only manga at all. Like he hasn't done anything else except for the small projects, but this thing was like his biggest thing he's done. And um, Tyson's, I would say Tyson's favorite animation company, you know, Kyoto Animation, were the uh, ones yeah. that done the animation for that. Yeah. So what do you think, Tyson? Do you think it's as good as Free in terms of animation style? No. Because they are quite similar. No, no. I mean, really? I, I mean, it was the big, it was the, it was done by Kiyoani, but um, Free is more like expressive on the animation. This one is not so much. Also, consider my mind blown that this show was designed by a guy. Because an old girl's anime and manga, I suppose, because I haven't read the manga, was like, well, really? This was done by a guy instead of, instead of like a girl? But the thing, the thing is, to be honest, most of these kind of shoujo animes tend to be like done by male. Uh, you know, there's this one... Because they intend for a male audience, right? It's not just for a male audience. I think sometimes they kind of... I don't know how to explain it. There's this one anime that explains it really well, and where this manga artist essentially everyone thinks he's a woman, you know, from when he releases his anime, he, like he releases it anonymously under a woman's name, but you know he meets this girl and she kind of gets confused because she's like, "You do all of these shoujo manga and you're a guy," and I think that that happens quite a lot. And there's so many animes that kind of show this process as well. So it's not it's not a rare thing. I think that. Most of the times, um, it, it puts a new spin on things, and it's kind of surprising that you guys I didn't know. Like honestly, I was shocked as well. I was like, "What?" I honestly thought it was a, a woman that done it because, for me, after watching Toradora and stuff, I knew a female wrote the light novels for Toradora because I searched that up, and I was like, "Oh, there's, you know, anyone can kind of essentially write a shoujo or a slice of life thing. It doesn't." You're not limited to what gender you are. No, but which is a great thing. I don't mean it in the sense that a woman can only write a slice of life character, but the but the whole notion about a guy seemingly um, like writing what is seemingly um, I don't know if it's, that was the intention of um, practically all girls anime because I can count with the fingers of one hand how many male characters are in the show with the fingers of one hand. I think there's one, just one. Actually, well, it's only the people inside of the music shop i believe that's no there are a few bystanders as well that, that, that were male but other than that primary secondary and tertiary characters almost all women and then i was like yeah um, yeah um actually I'd, I'd go as far as to say there aren't any major male characters no they, get, they are not but mainly mainly because this anime is set in a high school for girls mm, that big that could probably so, be that could probably be the reason because it was never it's, it's a private yeah, it's a it's a school where it's just that, and it's 
you know, it's it would be really odd to have male characters if it it just doesn't work, especially in a in a school where it's just girls. It doesn't make any sense. I probably missed the explanation yeah. in which that their high school was uh, all girls only high school, or maybe they didn't explain it I, on the I'm... on the anime. I don't know. It's it's quite clear. They explained uh, it, no, they didn't explain but, it, but it's quite clear. But I, yeah, it, it's cl it's clear that since you never see any guy at the school, it's obvious that no, it's but it, but all no, school, no, right? but so. but I actually thought that it was all part of the uh, part of the concept. I uh, I am no stranger to this uh, to the fact that there are all girls schools out there, but um, I thought in here there was only playing to the whole all girls theme, not that there were on on all girls. Uh, uh, I'm, I just started to sound stupid. I'm just gonna get back to the whole animation thing. Um, so yeah, um, it doesn't it, it, like yes, this is done by Kiyoani. It No, it doesn't beat free in my book, but um, I think it has a certain charm in their own way, especially while they're playing music. Um, that's where the whole brunt of the work of the animation work is shown. And I believe it. I believe it was quite good for what he was trying to achieve. I neither like fell in love or or disliked it. I just kind of neutral on the whole thing. But <clears throat> but I feel like there is something about close-ups. I'm I'm gonna point right here to the introducing animation where Mio is playing the bass. What is it about him? And I also saw the and I also saw this in free. Like, what is it about Kiwani that they tend to focus a lot in the details? Like, at least when uh, at least they overfetishize. No, the, bit, they overfetishize the details. I think. No, no, but it, it, no, it. but when Mia plays the bass, like like in the whole uh, in the whole beginning, where there, where there's a closer to her hand, just um, you just tapping the strings or whatnot. I can actually believe that they are actually. Um, like playing, like it, it's believable. I that's kind of like the only word I can find for it, but I find it believable. What is it about Kiwani that they um, that makes that it, that makes that, that I'm not I'm, I don't know. Well, I think Kyo, um, Kyoto Animation wouldn't be able to do that if it wasn't for the immense amount of product placement in this anime. Not many people notice this, but there's... Wait, really? Yes, all of... I didn't all, notice anything at all, actually. All of the guitars and all of the instruments are real. Uh, no, Abe, no, I, 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 I at first thought of product placement, but I'm thinking about licensing. That they merely ask the rights holders to hey can we can we use the name of your brand on your um mm. i wouldn't say so no i, I think it's just a, a massive product placement thing because even then like a lot of the companies <clears throat> like um Yama, yamaha, yamaha? Not, not, marshall yamaha not just marshall there was gibson, yep, I saw marshall. There's I gibson guitars there as well yeah that's a big even guitar. um moogie chan's guitar cork yeah that's that's a cork yeah that's a that's a big thing and they're actually selling it and they're very excited, and they're saying, oh, you know, this was used in K-On! So it makes me think that there is some, maybe not with all of the companies, but with some of them, they it is, like, amazing product placement because you don't notice it. It's something you really don't notice. I thought I thought, I thought they were going for more for the realism thing, like... Yeah, of course, but it's, it, also, it also works in that no, as well. No, but for me to consider... In, um, um, as always, this is my opinion, but... For me to consider any product placement, 
it has to be like in in my face, like that. I did I didn't know I didn't notice that uh, the, the the drum the drum kit the keyboard the guitar was branded, and I I can't recall now if Mio's uh, bass guitar was uh, was branded as well. So that's why I think it was more of a licensing. Uh, deal that happened with uh, between Kiwani and is, I don't I, I, think that because even the um, you know when you buy like certain uh, um, what's it called figurines and stuff especially the Mugichan one the Figma does not have any sort of licensing or any sort of reference to Korg or Yamaha or any of the so that's precisely why you so that's precisely why but, it, and so that's precisely solidifies the argument that it's not product placement. But the thing is, at the same time, we have it in films. We see it in films all the time. You know, if you're, it's like really, really like subtle product placement. You see it like if, if yeah, you know, the White House, for instance, right? in certain films, or like Area Fifty One, not Area Fifty One, what's it called? The Pentagon in certain films, like mm-hmm. or even in Avengers, like how you see the Apple computers. Mm-hmm. Like yes, they kind of took it to another level in Captain America, where they had a whole scene in the Apple Store, and I find that kind of stupid. But even then, there's some sort of product placement, and you do get paid for that. Like even like other animes like Tiger and Bunny, which is which is a great anime, they have subtle product placements everywhere. Like you don't even notice it, but it's there. Like they don't even make make any mention of it, but you see it. It's the same thing. Like companies would probably still get, even if they're not getting money, they're still getting promotion. You know, people are still going to search up their company. You know, Yamaha is still going to be like people are still going to search them up. Or Marshall, I was still gonna search them up. People like when I saw this anime, I was like, "Oh man, you know the guitar? Um, what's the guitar's name again? Guitar. Guitar. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, it, yeah. it's a Gibson. It's a Gibson. I wanted that guitar and just wanted that guitar and name it guitar. Uh, well, guitar and have it next to me all the time. I don't even play guitar, but I just want it. <laughs> you see what I mean? Or even Mugi Chan's uh, Korg guitar. I want that. That's badass." <laughs> I really, I don't even play piano, but I still want it. No, and um, I, um, I kind of had to make reference to this event in which um, there was an announcement that um, in Japan, Korg was selling a guitar, in, um, and they were, and it was being showcased by Mukichang, and I sent that, to, and I sent that to Bish, and he was like head over heels um, over it, but. Um, I'm thinking more that Quark was asking uh, Kiwani, or I think they, I think the one who holds the rights to the show is uh, Sentai Filmworks, or I am I don't know, but they were in. in that's why I can I, I kind of find it hard to but just consider it product placement. They were kind of like, at least to me, they were going for like, oh hey babe, hey this is a reality because like in real life, in real life musicians, Marshall is probably the best. Bring up app that there is out there for for musicians for 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 guitar players and bass players. Um, Korg it have it has some it has some competition, but they're generally regarded as the best. Um, do you guys recall what brand was uh, Ritz's drum set? Because I because the symbols are because the symbols are still young, and that and that is regarded as one of the best uh, one of the best uh, symbols out there. Um, yeah. Um, I don't rec- I don't recall uh, Mio's bass guitar either. Um, if it's bra- if it's branded or not. Um, I think. Let me just check. No, she has a Yamaha uh, drum kit. A Yamaha br- the so drum kit. I thought I, yeah. I thought it was another amp, but 
Um, but, but generally within musicians, Marshall is generally regarded as the best brand for amps. So, um, basically, these guys, they don't need the promotion. They already have a... They, no, they don't, need, they don't need the promotion, but when I was looking at it, I was just like, whoa, it's, even if they don't need the promotion, it's still... Whether, they're still whether, getting promotion. Yeah, whether it's paid or not, it's still promotion for them. It's still form of product placement. And that's what I'm saying here. I'm, I'm not disputing whether they get paid or not, but still, it still helps those companies out. They really didn't necessarily need to put it there. You know, it's not necessarily needed, but it's there. And it's very subtle, mm -hmm. and it does add that kind of sense of detail, as you mentioned, Tyson, with, uh, you know, uh, Kyoto Animation's obsession with detail, which can be a good thing and a bad thing, because, you know, some certain things you don't want to really see a detail of, but others you, you do. Um... <laughs> But yeah, it's this. What do you think, Kevin, about about the animation style? The animation. Well, to be honest, if you're talking about pure animation here, I wouldn't be a very good person <clears throat> to ask to because, um, quite frankly, I don't know many studios, and animation is more of an afterthought for me. However, what I can comment on is the art style. Mm -hmm. You know, that is something I look out for. Um, I love reading manga and love. Um, seeing how shows adapt that, and I think that they did a pretty good job of adapting the art style of the um, the manga creator. I don't know what his name was, but um, if you look at it you, and you do comparison between the two, it's actually quite similar. And um, I think I mentioned this in the New Year's episode, but I really liked the art style of uh, Kion, especially the eyes, it's just the way the characters mm. drawn. Um, it looks all nice and smooth. The lines aren't too thick, you know, and it just works really well. I have to say, I I like his art, and I think the studio did a very good job of adapting um, the art style into an anime format. Mm, I agree with you, and I think there's something like um, Tyson's obviously mentioned that he prefers freeze animation and art style, but to me, they seem very similar. And I've mentioned this before in our free episode, Mugi Chan especially looks a lot like um what's his name now nagisa <laughs> and i'm like whoa oh, they're exactly they're like this two sides of the same coin <laughs> uh, what no don't even make yes, comparisons yes you no. no they're super kawaii come on <laughs> come on nagisa and can we Mugicha. can we just bury this subject no, i'm not gonna this is the, this is the one reason that i want to talk about chaos <laughs> <laughs> just to compare the two characters. Oh my because god! They are essentially the same. <laughs> oh my god! You know? Oh no. my god! Oh my no, god! No. I think you, I think you tainted her name. Tainted Mugi. No, Shh. I'm not saying Nagisa's bad, but like you can't compare yes, him. You can. to, no. like, I mean, Nagisa I mean, <laughs> is just as cute as Mugi Chan. The reason is is because they are both like the only blonde characters in both animes. They have really kind of big eyes compared to other characters in Free, and. Nagi's just, just overall like Mugi-chan cuteness. Do you know what I mean? They have the same kind of character traits. They're both smiling all the time. Sometimes they're like the most naive characters as well. Like I especially Mugi-chan. No, no. If there's one character trait about Mugi that is shared with Nagisa, I wouldn't say naive is one of them. I wouldn't. No, because if we're gonna if, if we're gonna compare personalities. Towards the free, I would say Nagisa is more the Ritsu of the team. But R R Ritsu is like the no. the one playing jokes. And no, no, no. I, I disagree on that. No, I, I I only say, you know, first of all, because 
there are times when Nagisa is just, you know, he just does stuff for fun. It's just kind of like Mugi-chan. Like, Mugi-chan most of the time doesn't even know what the fuck she's doing. Like, do you know what I mean? She, tra- <laughs> she traded in. I mean, I, I, I think Mugi-chan's to... like the neutral character. No, it's not in, just that. It's just that she's, sometimes she doesn't know what she's doing. Yes, she is a neutral character, but at the same time, why would you trade in, you know, she's very simple. Like, why would you trade in a trip to Hawaii because she doesn't a give a fuck. Exactly, she doesn't I care. Think, because, not no, because she wants to be, because different. she wants to be a normal girl. She have you seen? The, have, do you remember the episodes in which they were at the at their beach house and how they and, yes. and how they were and he what how she yeah, was uh, scolding her butlers and like no, I didn't need that. And, and the other and the other time when Asusa came in that they that they brought him a that they brought her a yacht. They're like, no, you didn't have to do that. No, no, yeah. it, no. Mugisha but, wants to be a normal girl. She doesn't want to be the spoiled rich girl. Mm-hmm. But that's that's true. But at the same time, she is the spoiled rich girl. Like, the thing is, which I never understood is that um, her family owned the uh, the music shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why the hell yeah. did they not give her the stuff for free? That's something I never understood. Like, her family owns it, yet her her band. Like the K-On group are still expected to buy stuff. It's like, what? Mugi-chan, come on, you can get stuff for free. She, she didn't even know what bargaining is. She no, didn't but, even I, I know that. She just wants to be decent, right? She, she doesn't want to be, like, rude towards, like, the people in the shop, I guess. Because, I mean, she, she's always so, like, tries to be decent and nice, right? She doesn't feel like yeah, but if just... She, uh... I, I know what you mean. Like, she doesn't want to feel that, oh, she's... It's not in her character, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, but no, at the same like, time, I feel that her. she still could have got it for... Like, the guy... Like, if she just asked the guys for life, they would be like, yeah, Mr. Chan, you go have everything for you. My parents know the shop. It's not going to be like, hey, you got to give me this stuff for free. You know what I mean? I mean, but then, then again, she did manage to, like, get the... What is it? The... Get uh, Yui Chan's guitar repair for free, though. So, and they got the they got to haggle with the shopkeeper to buy uh, Ui's um, Ui's uh, guitar. guitar for fifty thousand yen. But that's the same thing. I'm yeah. like, why haggle? She could have got it for free. Like that. That's the thing that blows my mind. I'm like, that's because she what? she does. She's so nice. I mean, like I, as a Canadian, I, I feel so happy when I see. Are you saying Mugi-chan that Mugi Chan is is Canadian? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> Okay, I, I can't confirm or deny anything. The thing but, is, I mean... we don't know. We need to ask. We need to ask the manga writer, and maybe it was his intention. Maybe she is Canadian. I don't know. She knows how to speak really good English, and that's something that's present in the anime. The theme of, you know, unified Japan, and there's a lot of like patriotism in this anime. Like they are so proud Wait, of their country. Have you not seen this? That that. Thing. Wait, do you mean do you mean like military patriots? No, I mean like, like they just... are they're patriots. They love their country, and it, you can tell. I'm not I'm not sure if this is well, in the second season or first it, season, but they talk. Is about, it done on like an... they talk about uh, Ritsu and she's Ritsu and Yui are talking about. Oh, you know we don't need to learn English. We're in Japan. We're Japanese, and and it's hilarious. I think this is in the second season. It's hilarious. Yeah, I didn't I didn't they, see they're that. Really, really proud of it. And then they're like, well, you need to know how to speak English. Like, come on. And there's always these kind of jokes. Like, they're, like, those two characters, they're the most proud, like, of their country. But yet, their English is so shit. Like, even in the film, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, no, we don't speak English. And 
they're saying that to Japanese people, and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what's going on? And it's, it's people they know, and it's, it's kind of confusing. But well, was it present in the first season though? Because I didn't really pick on any moments where it was like, fuck yeah, Japan. No, you know? not in the first season. Um, that, that's probably the second. second season. The second season is where you get those fuck yeah Japan moments. Uh, but in the in the first season, it's not like that. I think the first season is mainly just to kind of establish the story and introduce us to the characters. Speaking of the characters, um, I know I'm, oh. I'm going to drop a, like a massive bomb here just by yeah, saying um, what brace yeah, yourselves, brace yourselves, guys, right hold now. on to something because it's it's going to be like a hurricane. Ships shall be sunk today. Yeah, and hopefully we're going to fire some torpedoes. I don't know how it's going to work, but. I'm going to start off with which characters are my favorite and why. And then we're going to go around with, uh, obviously, Kevin and then Tyson. Uh, spoiler it's Mugi. It's, it's Mugi-chan. <laughs> uh, but the reason is, the, the reason I like Mugi-chan is, first of all, Mugi-chan is so unbelievably cute. This is one thing. Mugi-chan is, like, different. So different from the other characters. I, I would say of all the characters, first of all, she seems the most westernized. That's that's a given. Yeah, it's just with the blonde, blonde like, hair. Kind of yeah, blonde hair and she's quite. What I don't get is that like I don't know if it's a thing in anime. It's just that um, anime they tend to have a, like characters with, like different hair colors and hairstyles that you probably wouldn't see in Japan because like I mean come on when, when you picture a Japanese person you only picture like blonde hair, uh, blue eyes right so yeah and. Her name's Japanese, though. Like, her, her name is completely Japanese, but she appearance-wise, she doesn't really look it. So, I'm just, just pointing that out there. Mm. But that's the thing. It, it is a kind of thing in anime. They tend to do that. But at the same time, they also have pink-haired characters in anime. I, oh, you know. yeah, yeah. So, in certain animes, they use it as a way to kind of show other characters and that they're from a foreign country because, you know, other animes mm. do that. Um, but they also pair that with a bad Japanese accent in most cases. I feel that Kaon's just doing that just for the sake of diversity, you know? Yeah. Like, because yeah. if you if you're having all the characters look the same, it will get kind of confusing. Like, yeah, and art wise, it'd be rather bland yeah, it would, as well, it would right? be. So, um, so I think that's mainly it's it's more of a creative choice for that. But let's get back to why I like Mugi-chan. I think Mugi-chan's very different. She's very westernized for some reason. I just imagine Mugi-chan like from this. I don't know. She reminds me of this kind of stereo- stereotypical um, princess in these animes because you know there are a couple of animes like where they have these princesses and they're from the UK or from this really weird country in Europe that doesn't exist and has like really weird um, traditions and stuff. But it's, it's like that, and she reminds me of that, and I find it really kind of cute as a character. She has really long hair, which is nice. Personally, I like that. <laughs> um, which is really, really weird. Um, I think Mugi-chan is another thing I like about her. Is she's very polite. Unlike Ritsu, sometimes Ritsu can be a bitch, but she's hilarious, and I can relate to Ritsu the most. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Mugi-chan is just very polite. She's well-spoken. Um, I think she kind of keeps the group together at times. At other times, she's a complete mess. You know, especially when the times where she wants to show that she wants to just be normal like everyone else. That's the times when she tends to be more vulnerable. And she, you know, she there's moments where she's like, "Oh no, I don't, I don't want this to happen." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Oh, that's so cute, Mugi-chan. Tell me more. Do you know what I mean?" 
Um, <laughs> and that's that's another thing. And you know, tea. She knows how to make tea. And you know, as as someone from the UK, I love tea. Wait. So now that I mentioned it, like, do you think maybe that it kind of like you, you said that she you think that she comes from like a European country, right? Yeah. But now if you think if you put it together, I think she kind of. Like looks British in a way. I mean, could be. there's some stereotypes associated with her personality. Yeah, or she, she could be stuff, like you know. You were, we were mentioning that she might be Canadian, but now you mentioned it. Yeah, she could be British. <laughs> she could be British. I mean, tea, tea. being really rich and yeah. you know, like yeah, tea and uh, also cakes. A lot of the cakes that she brings in are not uh, Japanese traditional sweets. They tend to be strawberry shortcake or really like Westernized things. And uh, was I the only one who got hungry while watching? This? Oh yeah, I did. I there was many times where I was like, "Oh, I need to drink some tea uh, while watching Kaon and eat some cake." Obviously, I didn't have cake all the time, but it's you know, Kaon will do that to you sometimes. <laughs> um, don't watch it at night time because you'll wake everyone up trying to make cakes and tea. <laughs> it happens, but there you go. I think the character, but the thing is, I can't really relate to Mugi Chan. Uh, I find her cute, fair enough, but I can't relate to her. A character I can relate to would be, um, I forgot her name now, Ritsu. Because she's just like, whoa, she's like the character I can relate to the most. She, you know, she has other siblings, which I do as well, um, who, you know, she has to deal with them. And she's like the older one. I'm not necessarily the Wait, the she has siblings? Yeah, she does. If I believe Wait, is- she only has a brother, um, a younger brother who's an... An annoying douchebag. It was um, shown on the it, it, it was shown on the OP that Ritsu has a. Do they appear in the first season though? Not not on the first season, but he, but, but he did appear on a, on an oh, OVA. Okay. Hmm. And yeah, on the OVA he appears, and I think Mugi-chan, um, not Mugi-chan, Ritsu, she's she likes to make fun of people all the time, especially Mio. And she there's these jokes that she has with Mio-chan. I'm like, ah, you know, it kind of reminds me of mm-hmm. me and Daniil. And I mentioned Daniel all the time, but I, I feel that Daniel for me is is the Mio Chan, and I, I'm the Ritsu. I'm the guy that you know we were friends for such a long time, and I'm the guy that always like takes a piss and you know make these pranks and that kind of stuff. And I can really relate to that. Also, the drums are badass, and I think out of all the characters, she's the most badass. Um, and also, I can kind of I like Ui and Yui as well, the two sisters. Um, you know, she's kind of uh, clumsy, which I am sometimes, and she's a complete idiot at times, but at the same time... She's carefree. Like. Yeah, she is carefree, but she does things for good intentions. If they don't work out, but, mm-hmm. you know, you know that she's done it because, you know, she loves that person, or she's really she's really caring in such a way. Especially in the Christmas episode where, you know, her sister wanted a white Christmas, and she got the pillow stuffing, which was to be honest, the most stupid thing to do, but she done it because she wanted to make her sister happy, and I'm like, oh, that's really nice of her to do that. I, I would say my least favorite character would have to be. Um, I would not say Mio Chan. I, I, Mio Chan's on a different league. If you say uh, Mio Chan, I'm bombing your house. It's, it's not. It's not Mio Chan. I would say Asu, Asusa, mainly because she's. Oh, what? Yeah, no, let me explain because in the first season, I'm just gonna use just first season she's just there for a couple of episodes she's only there for like three or four episodes and yeah i i was surprised by that yeah and she's not really i mean well introduced into the anime at first and she's kind of used as this joke 
And that's something I don't like. The fact that they're always using Azunyan. It was cute at first, but it gets overplayed in second season. And I hate that. And it kind of ruins the character for me. And I feel that she's a, a complex character. We don't really know much about her compared to everyone else. And to be honest, the manga explains so much more. Uh, so, But yeah, and I feel it, she's not given enough justice. Do you think she's justice. your favorite? I'm going to say it. Do you think she's your least favorite character in the manga? or in, I mean, the show in general in the or show, just well, the anime? I'm just talking about the anime in general, she's not given justice, I feel. I feel that they haven't really expanded her character enough. And she's just a punching bag for jokes. The thing about Asusa is that, okay, I do oppose the idea of introducing a main character like almost at the end. Because she was introducing what? A, what was episode, episode 9, nine right? or 8? Yeah, it was episode 9. Nine. Um, nine, nine. So there are three episodes off to go. Okay, so she was introduced like re- no episode eight, episode eight, and this is a twelve episode show. So she was only there for four episodes. So I would normally be opposed to that, but the introduction quite, quite of Asusa person. was, I think it was necessary. More, but- yeah, it was necessary, but at the same time, it, I, I have nothing against with introducing her. But it's why would you introduce a character? I just want to be clear. I don't have anything against Asa. I'm just saying that... <clears throat> that... Uh, when Kiwani introduced her, when they did, it was necessary because I felt, personally, that the, the whole concept of the anime was growing stale at that point. And they needed to introduce this character, this main character... To kind of like to kind of like over um, to be to serve as a counterpoint. So you think it like kind of put the spice back into the anime? Um, but, but to put a little bit of spice, like in, 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 in normally I'm opposed to introducing characters late in the, during the show run, especially main mm-hmm. characters. But um, but but, but like yeah. Kevin mentioned, she was needed to like, to get some spice. Otherwise, I would be like, oh my god, I'm watching the same thing again. I'll have to comment on that though. I mean, I I'm in the middle ground here. I'm, I've I kind of see both your points of view, but I don't think that I, I agree with a bitch in the sense that I just don't like how late she was introduced. Like I mean, I, I remember the Christmas of no, I was talking with you, Tyson, actually, um, outside of uh, Kunai, and you said that she's introduced rather late, right? And I was like, oh, okay, she, she'll probably show up by episode six, seven, but then she shows up all the way back at episode nine. Ding right? eight, eight. I mean, that's what bugs me. But well, she doesn't make the major like the major debut in episode nine. But um, point is, I think um, she's probably one of my favorite characters. Just the way that they they introduced her, would, it could have been done a lot better. Like uh, personally, I anticipated her to be introduced when um, they needed a lead singer. That's I expected her to be like a singer, um, and I think that would have been like the perfect moment to introduce a new band member, right? But it's just that. She's introduced so late in the series, there's so little time to cover her personality, so maybe that's why they just kind of made her personality rather flat, you know, she's just a punching bag for jokes, mm-hmm. like you said. I mean, I haven't watched the second season, I haven't read the manga, but um, I really liked her character, but it's just that they didn't have the time, but they just didn't develop her well enough. Yeah, that's true, and I think if we're going to talk about second season, which I hope we get a chance to in a, a future episode of Kunai... I think that's where her character shines. 
But because we're talking about first season, that's why I say in the first season, she's my least favorite character. And there are other characters. There is um, uh, Saoko, which is, she's pretty badass to me. Um, she's, you know, I was like, oh my god, she's so cute as a teacher. And I'm like, oh man, I wish I had a teacher like that. Um, yeah, no, that's getting into some weird ground. But um, <laughs> I feel that, you know, that's kind of cool for me. And then she has, re- it was it was kind of a twist that the fact that she... You know, she was really weird, and she was, like, really into heavy metal. Um, Can I... Yeah? I have to say, though, um, is it me or is there a trend in Slice of Life anime where... Because think about it. So, in Free, who was the, the teacher in Free? The teacher the was... Um, what was her name? Um, I don't know her name, but I know she was a model. Well, okay, well... Yeah, she was a model. Like, is it me or is it just... Is it, like, a poke in, at a running gag in the in anime in general or is it a coincidence that the teachers always have this weird past they want to hide from the people in the club I I would say that's a running gag in anime because even um, it's kind of obscure that I'm going to say this even in Kill a Kill they have that as well so it's it's a it's a common thing in anime I think it's they're they're trying to put that out there Um, but you know I liked the twist because it was like it wasn't like a freeze twist where they had it as oh she's just a model she was actually part of a uh, she used to be in the uh, K-On group as well like mm-hmm. she, yeah. she used to I, I believe she was the one that started it or uh, that's she's the earliest known member that we know mm. she's part of like the, one of the first groups that we don't know if she's the very first person you know to start it I think personally that um her role she probably isn't you know the most important character in Kaon, but i still think that she's more important uh to the story and to the rest of the club than say the teacher in free yeah of course. right because she she, has she more teaches, the, depth, she teaches the guys uh, what they need and you know um she kind of trains them as well and she kind of gives them these nuggets of uh of wisdom sometimes not all the time um she's kind of weird at the same time she's really like I would say hentai is the best word to use. Uh, she's really perverted because she's kind of obsessed. Yeah, oh, yeah, like we we see that a lot, especially like in I think it was the pool scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just even even on the Christmas episode where she forces Mio Chan to wear the the uh, the the kind of Christmas outfit. It's like it, she said, it's, it, it, because she has a lot of uh, make uh, outfits that apparently she didn't got to wear and. It's like she's playing with a Barbie doll, and the Barbie dolls are the are the Kion group. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> that is true, but the thing is, they kind of look like dolls in themselves because they are like the perfect designed characters. Not like, even even the other characters; they don't seem to have any fault in terms of you know their visuals and whatnot. That that's one thing. It's kind of unrealistic, but it's it's a slice of life anime. It's like you're not expecting it to be realistic in any sort of way. Um, so yeah, what do you think, Tyson, about your favorite characters? I know I was going to say Kevin, but I feel that if we say Tyson's first, yeah, it like, would make more sense. We would need Tyson to uh, object. Tyson, on your Bish's your rebuttal. Um, well, I really um, I really don't have to say any, um, say anything about Mogi Chang. I'll say um, um, so I'm just gonna <laughs> focus on who I think is my best girl. Basically, if, 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 that would be Mio. And um, what is it about Mio that exactly I like? I like the fact that I can 
out of the Kaon group, she's the she's the one I can relate to the most. It's not like a like a Macauer, but I'm always like this Sundere that <laughs> that Kevin has already made a reference to, you know, in a couple mm-hmm. episodes back. Is that she's always the one who wants to take it serious, serious, and instead of like fooling around and and kind. I like how she how she's really mature, um, especially for a big. Um, I really know. Um, I like how she's really mature. I th- I think she I think she looks cute when when she's scared. I don't know if it's that uh, <laughs> when when Rit, uh, when Ritsu plays a joke on her or um, otherwise kind of kind of forced by you by Yui when she cuts her when she cuts her. <clears throat> Which you got to think is while well, playing the bass, uh, or not bass, the guitar, and <laughs> and wow, there's a there's also this really one this one scene in which um in which Mio shows her hand to uh, to Yui and then Yui goes so puni 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 and then and then I was like oh my god it, 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 this girl is like really really what well, she said she says puri puri puni puni like she's cute. Yes, I yes I cannot find the word to describe my senpai. <laughs> no, no, because I I had because I thought you said uh, pudding pudding. No, me puni puni squishy 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 squishy. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of or or pudding pudding. It's kind of kind of referred to. Um, I, I don't. It sounds really vulgar of me to say this, but breasts. <laughs> in they they refer. Will it be boing boing? No, but in an, yeah. in animes they say pudding pudding or even like. I don't know. There's this, there's this pudding in Japan. Like they're really big fans of you know cream um, cream caramel. Like they're big fan of pudding in Japan. They have this one pudding that's shaped like boobs. Like it's as, oh. and I'm like what? <laughs> Mainly because it's it's I don't know. It's just re- that's Japan. Let's be honest. Um, but I thought it was a reference to that. Like pudding, pudding as in soft and squishy. Um, <laughs> But I digress. Another thing you you're mentioning about Mio, she is a cute character, and I can understand that. I appreciate that. But for me, I, I kind of get, like I said, I get put off because she's she's cool, but she's like, oh, you're getting. They kind of reuse the joke of her being scared. Yeah, getting scared. I found it got kind of stale yeah, after a while. Was, I mean, it was funny, but it got stale after a while. They use it so much, even in the um, even in the OVAs, which are amazing, by the way. But it's it's just like uh, is is that all she is? She's kind of like Azusa as well. She looks very similar to Azusa. Like at first I was like, that's are they related? I'm going to comment on that later. But I was kind of confused by that, and I'm like, well, they're both dissimilar. They're both similar in a way because they're kind of punching bags for jokes. Well, kind of every every character is, but I think these two characters are the most like uh, used as punching bags. Um, but yeah. Anything else? Tasha? Um. So Mia will be the first. Asusa will be the second. And most, and, and mostly, and mostly for the same reason. I can relate to her. She's cute. I, although, I was debating on whether who's my second best girl between Asusa and Yui because Yui was like the reason that kept me hooked on the hook on the show because even mm-hmm. like like. How can a girl be this dumb and, and, and for and for some reason still How look, 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 look cute, look cute at doing so? I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. I don't think she's dumb. It's just like she's she's so clumsy and derpy. Yeah, you know, I would say that she's very very derpy. I think 
to me, she's very innocent as well. She's quite childlike. I don't know. She kind of reminds me of... Um, oh, I don't know how to say this without everyone like scolding me for this. But, you know, Sakura from Cardcaptor Sakura? She reminds me of that. And I, and I feel like even looking at Yui, I'm like, oh, man, ovaries explosion. Like, that's what I feel like sometimes because I'm like, whoa. You know, she seems she seems like a child. She kind of reminds me of like a really... I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say Nanako. I, I would say her sister reminds me of Nanako without Nanako's cuteness. Mm. But those two characters together, Yui and Ui, together create Nanako. That's what I feel like. Like That's like the perfect equation. I think if... It was kind of weird how they kind of split them as two characters that look exactly the same, but have really two different personalities. But I feel that if they were this one character, it may may have not worked, but I feel that sometimes it would have just created the ultimate character, which I would have felt <laughs> like, oh my god, this is like my... I, I feel like if they were one character, that would have just blew Mugi-chan out of the water, <laughs> to be honest. Like, just saying. Kevin, what do you think of the characters? Because we've been holding you All up right. for so long. This is no strange fit for him. Alright, so... Yeah, I, my senpais don't notice me very often. <laughs> um, anyways, getting back on the point. Um, honestly, f- um, I, f- for much of the anime, I was like, Oh yeah, Team Mugi for the win! But uh, I, I don't know if you got the DMs I sent you, bitch. I don't know if you read them. But <coughs> once episode 9 hit... And Azusa was introduced. I was like, my ovaries can't handle this. No, there's fucking explosion. <laughs> you know, like, um, so I have to say, my my favorite characters. Uh, it's tied here, right? I I just can't make a decision. Um, probably Mugi and Azusa. Mugi because for the exact same reasons Bear said, she's like the Senna of this anime. She's actually no. quite similar to Senna. No. Okay, if you want to make a comparison between Mugi and Nagisa... Senna should go and die in a fire. She's like, <laughs> I, I hate her so much, it's unbelievable. Okay. <laughs> so do not... No, 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 no. Do not compare Mugi-chan to Senna. Like, st- that's not Stop allowed. Stop no, crushing no, no, no. my dreams. Wait, by the way... You're like, a dude. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kevin, but it needs to be done. <laughs> like, Senna is nothing in comparison to Mugi-chan. And if you guys are listening and you watch Haganai, I, please agree with me. Use the hashtag GLAP Kunai and give us your opinions because this is a big issue. And honestly, I, how dare you, <laughs> Kevin? This is an outrage. I think I have to resign. How like, no, 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 no. Dare you. you can't say that Sanachan. You were the one who compared her to friggin' because, Nagisa. No, because I mean, Nagisa, come on. No, because they're the same. But you can't. <laughs> no, you cannot, no, 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 no. You cannot compare Sanachan, the meat. Compared to the goddess. No, she's not the goddess. What the hell? No. <laughs> no. What the hell, man? No. Dude. Alright, um, anyways, let's pretend that didn't happen. Um, <laughs> moving on. Um, yeah, you better pretend it didn't I'll continue on, on. I actually have arguments to prove why I think there's a similarity between the two characters. Well, I, just, I don't think balls, they're similar man. in terms you have of. Balls for continuing this conversation, you honestly do. But don't fuck with my waifu, bro. Whoa! <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> um, but I don't think they're similar personality-wise. It's just um, mm-hmm. if you look at like their character—not not character and personality—but like think about it. They're both rich, blonde, extremely smart. You know. Yeah, they they have it's similar like characters. Perf- the... That's true. Mm-hmm. Character traits, um, but obviously like. Personality-wise, they're really different, right? Yeah. Um, as you saw, I just lo- 
love her uh, goodness oh my god just you can't I, I can't find the words I just you can't describe the level of cuteness in episode 9 it, it is my favorite episode by far especially like, I think Bish might like the uh, what is it the moe moe, moe part from um, I I love that moe moe cute yeah the height of this series for me was probably the um, cat ears part with us. Oh, so that, that was, was just pri- that was priceless. That was, but I, I find it was amazing to begin with. But like like I said, they overplay that joke too much. But you know, it's with as I said, and, and the cat ears. I was like, whoa, like she, it works. It honestly does work. And slow clap for the um, for the manga writer <laughs> because it was amazing for him to even put that idea there. And to design a character yeah. that works so well with a cat ears, I have to say. Um, Do you think really it cool. was deliberate, as in to introduce some sort of fan service? Yes, I honestly do, because these slice of life animes always have some sort of fan service, whether it's large breasts or cat tails or cat ears or whatever it is. There is always some sort of perverted person that's going to watch this anime, and so basically. Rule thirty four. That's pretty much. So basically, it's, oh. it's, so basically, oh, Bish is a pervert for liking Mugi because no, I'm not saying because, that. because Mugi has no, the biggest breast out there. Well, I'm so well. I I don't judge. I don't judge a woman by looking at how big their breasts are. <laughs> sure. Jeez. Okay. Sure. Jeez. No, but it's not. I th- that's not the reason I like Mugi Chan, and I don't really notice that. Bear in mind, these are high school girls. May I comment? Uh, Jeez. flat is justice. You're such. Lollicon, <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Well, this is that one was just anime, a shout out to one anime that kind of rem- that, that had a good point. I'm not sure. I can't remember which one it was. Was it? Uh, uh I can't remember which anime it was. They were they were talking about. Um, they were having this big discussion between Obai, like massive breasts and flat chested, and there were there was like this war. Like they, they were in a classroom, and there was this war of guys, and they were just discussing and having like a like a. <clears throat> A kind of rebuttal and like this kind of dis- like a um, political discussion about what's better and I'm like what the hell this makes <laughs> why would you do this this makes no sense and it doesn't really I don't really mind actually sounds like um, Kai. <laughs> I don't it, no it wasn't it oh wasn't SYD. yeah yeah it wasn't SYD they mentioned that a lot in SYD but ah uh, I think I'm not sure if it, it was a um, my romantic teen comedy thing SN Thingy. I don't know what that. Anime. Let's wow. just continue. I don't know what it is, but yeah, but it was it was an anime. I'll I'll remember it one day, and I'll probably put it as a suggestion. You <laughs> know, um, or send you a clip. I don't know. It's all right, Kohai. Thank you, Senpai. Um, <laughs> um. So wait. So you said, Bish, that your least favorite character is Azusa, yeah, and for this Tyson, season, you didn't say anything, right? Yeah, for this for season. This season. For me, I don't really have, to be honest with you, like, I say that the character I like the least, and I'm really cringing when I'm saying this, because I think all the characters are pretty well, I don't think any one character is annoying, I think, like I said, the cast complimented Yeah, they, they do complement well. each other, but, but I, I don't think... find characters are annoying, I just find that characters in mm-hmm. this season aren't probably, probably, uh... I'd say my least favorite have to be Mio, just because... Because there's no one else to choose, I mean, so you have to Not because she's... Mio bad or anything it's just that target kevin's house 
launch missile. You, you know, you know what you remind me of, Tyson. Um, you know Omega from um, from. Oh, what, what game was it from the Sonic games? Omega. Omega. You know, have you played the Sonic Heroes? Um, I have. Um, um, I have it here, but I haven't finished it. In in Team Dark, there's um, there's that robot called Omega, and he's like annihilate, and he's like he's with he's with Shadow and stuff, and he's so like he sounded like that, and I was like, oh, that reminds me of that. Um, I have I haven't played Shadow Story yet, so I don't know. Uh, what they, essentially, to be honest, they're the same. Is this the game is the same? It just it ranges in difficulties. Uh, anyway, so it, what else are we gonna talk target about? Target successful. Kevin is dead. Whoa, Ke- Kevin! No, mission abort. Mission were, failed. I, I think Tyson. I think t- as soon as you said that, Tyson DDoS. <laughs> like, that's what I feel that happened. As soon as you mentioned Mia, you All just right, got uh, DDoS. Why did you guys hear? Did you guys hear any of that? Huh? No, no, I did not hear I any of that. We did not but hear anything. So, so big, it, th- that's why I played the whole yo- success. Kevin is dead. Yeah, he, I he, I can't even hear what guys are saying right now. Do you know what? Do you know what that is? Do you know what that is? Because you talk shit about me, oh John. That's what happens. Fucking Tyson <laughs> DDoS. Yeah, that's that. He, he doesn't want I'm the truth game, to get I'm out. A, I'm a game. I'm a game. I'm a kid hacker. <laughs> yeah, and do you know what I think it is? I think that Tyson he, he has like his own like dictatorship where everyone just loves Mio Chan, and if you. If you say anything against that, he would just do bad things to you. And I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm kind of afraid now because I don't want to say any bad things and get like DDoS. God damn it! I'm trying to because it's bound to because you know he's not only is he, does he have a secret budget, but he knows how to use it, and he has like the best hackers in the world just to DDoS us and anyone. He who has like North Korea DDoS. Don't, don't, Kevin, don't mention that, please, because it's bad enough. Sony, you know. I don't want them to target me as well. That'd be kind of weird. <laughs> Take him. Get a live podcast tonight offline. Mission don't command. <laughs> but yeah, um, as you were saying, Kevin, please continue. Um, All right. I had no idea what you guys missed. I don't know how this will be edited, but you missed what was the everything. last thing you heard from me before I got as soon as, you, as soon as you said my least favorite character is Mio-chan, <laughs> everything got lost. And I was like, oh, shit. Tyson. All right, Tyson. It's fucking shit up. I'm preparing the... I'll try not to piss him off this time, so please don't do that. Preparing the thoughts. Um, <laughs> uh, Mio-chan isn't my least favorite character. It's just that she's she's not a bad character. She's just not as good as the other characters. There you go. Does that satisfy you? It, it does right, not anyways, satisfy Like I said, I, the, the <laughs> I feel that, like, like I said, she's a punching bag for comedy the entire season. Mm-hmm. But it's not even that that bothers me. It's just that she can. I feel like she's a bitch sometimes because, like, she. How many times has, has she punched poor Ritsu? Yes. I mean. Oh my god, that's something I can. Poor Ritsu must about. have like concussions by now because of. I think Ritsu, like the m- number of times that she's been punched. In, in the real world, Ritsu would. Um, Mio Chan would probably be, be in jail. Dead. <laughs> for um, you know for. Yeah, I mean, like, assault. I think that kind of reflects on. The relationship I have with Tyson, you know, oh. he's like this cruel senpai. I mean, no, like, do not, no, no, no. I, you, I mean, he doesn't so beat saying, me, but you're like, saying that you're uh, Ritsu. I don't think so. I think you're more. To be honest, the way I think about it is that I'm Ritsu, and Tyson is Mio. I can understand that. And then 
you uh you eat. That's what I think. And I'm not really that derpy. No, I'm not saying it in a derpy way. <laughs> like, like me and you, we kind of have the same wavelength, and you see that with those two characters. They make the same like most of the time. They they kind of connect in this way, and they become yeah, complete they're, they're... idiots together. And I feel that me and you are kind yeah, of yeah. That's like what that I was about to bring up. They're they're always like doing shit together that like Mio's just there you know trying to get them to practice and they're always there wanting to yeah, eat that's, or that's wanting like to me and you go and to the beach to get you know Tyson's trying to oh yeah that, that, that is true that is keep true us like together like uh from doing stupid shit and it's just me and you fucking shit up most of the time <laughs> yeah yeah no, that is true um but yeah that's I think that's all I wanted to say I'm sorry Tyson that Mio had to be mentioned that way please don't Preparing DDoS bottom. I think he's going to DDoS all of Canada <laughs> because of what you said. <laughs> I have the. But they won't have it. I mean, have the power. If you want to. That sounds if like Tyson a tries to hurt my feelings, I can just go to the hospital and get my feelings <laughs> checked out for free, though. So. Oh. High five. <clears throat> because we have a similar system. Yeah. So that was, oh man, that was oh that was bad, man. Wait, do they have a free healthcare system in the Puerto Rico, or is it similar do to they the US? Have, they could, I'm guessing it's, it's the US. Do they have what? Is it like the exact same system as in the US, like the PR health system? Um, similar, I suppose. Oh, all right. Wow, what a shame. Anyways, <clears throat> uh. What can I suggest the next topic? I, I really wanted to talk about this. I don't know if Tyson will enjoy this topic in particular, but um I think Bish probably will. Oh, is it ships? Oh yes. See how do ships. I know? We're on the same wavelength. Okay. Um in, in regards to ships, which character I would ship together, uh, main main ships, I would say mainly would mm. be Mio oh. and Ritsu. That's one ship. Um who else would I ship together in this anime? Tyson, it doesn't matter if they're guys in the no, anime No, no, what? It, it, okay. No, lesbian okay. shippings? Oh my wait. god. That's D- fine. Hang on, you, didn't you, wait, why are you so homophobic all of a sudden? Didn't you ship in free? I think you shipped someone in yeah, free, didn't we, you? We, we shipped loads of people in free. Wait. Yeah, you can't be a hypocrite, you can't just oh, pull out now. Oh, I'm gonna pull out whatever, whatever I want. Just, just because you like guy on guy action doesn't mean... You know, yeah, like you can't. Oh my, oh my god! It's 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 Yuri is love. Yuri is life. I would. Well, oh my god! Know, what is love? I, I think that. No, I think that it it's kind of healthy to talk about these kind of shits. I honestly do. You know, we're not. Well, it's because like the, we're not saying the, it. In, it's not enough. Yeah, we're not saying in, it in like this kind of sexual way because. Yeah, it's know, just we're, what characters you think would work to, work well in together. A relationship. Hence, why we're saying shipping. I honestly think I think Ritsu and uh, Mio would make the perfect mm-hmm. couple and I, I they kind of remind me of this kind of housewife uh not housewife what was it what was it called again ah uh, was it married couple that's that's the word like an old married couple you know i can imagine that like they're always having these arguments but at the end you know they love each other <laughs> yeah. and i'm like that's cool that's awesome another thing i would say as a ship um to be honest, I can't really ship Mugi-chan with anyone because it's except for yourself, except, right? No, I can't even ship myself with Mugi-chan. I don't deserve. I don't. I don't deserve Mugi-chan. No one. Oh, come on, no Bish. one deserves Mugi-chan. But I think Mugi-chan. Um, 
I don't know. I don't. Mugi-chan's another thing is Mugi-chan also at the beginning there is you know she mentions how she likes to teach her and I'm like mm-hmm. I can't ship those two because I don't think it works I um, because the teacher's so fucked up in comparison to Mugi-chan and I don't feel that she would treat yeah, Mugi-chan I mean, right when you guys said last episode that the teacher was like had some issues I thought that she'd be like really fucked up but to be honest I don't know how you guys see, like, what's her name, Sawako? Yeah. I mean, yeah, she's kind of an oddball, she right? Is, I don't think she but she's, she's very oh, she's, 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 she's No, like, she can't, she can't do that yeah, she to, is. to high school students. And and we don't know what she did to uh, to uh, Mio-chan in the Christmas episode, but the fact that Mio-chan says she can't get married implies something went down. Do you know what I mean? Like, she must have... But I think that's more like a running gag, though, because I think in yeah, the that, first episode... Yeah, that is kind of a running that... gag, but at the same time, she's perverted, and, yeah. you know, teachers, yeah, especially when when you're in that position, that's just messed up. I don't feel that... I think it's more like Japanese senpai thing, because over here we, we view it differently. Yeah, it's true, like... it's true, but I feel that if she was a younger character, fair enough. If she was the same age, fair enough, but the fact that she's a teacher kind of freaks me out, but yeah. Um, another other characters I would ship mainly would be um, I think Ui and Ritsu as well. They would just be hilarious together as a couple. But I I don't think it would be a fruitful relationship. I just feel that it, it's just there for the sake of comedy. But yeah, what what about you, Tyson? Which characters would you ship? Oh, I I got here this. Hang on, just breathe in, prepare myself. All right, go. I don't know. I haven't really make it, I haven't really paid attention to that. I'm sorry, really? I'm sorry to break your dreams, but I didn't... I'm kind of disappointed, man. Yeah, I mean, you pulled this off with the, the Tempest episode. I mean, come on. You can't always be neutral. You can't be always like, be Moogie. What? Really? What? Moogie-chan, he's saying that because Moogie-chan's neutral. So he's comparing you to Moogie-chan. I'm neutral. Yeah, because if, if you think about it, like, while, like, um, you, while Yui and Mio would, like, mock other characters. Mugi-chan would never laugh at other characters. She'd just be like... But at, at the same time, at the I'm same neutral. time, I feel that Mugi-chan is, the, like, the biggest bitch on the inside, but we're never told about it. Like, I don't know how Mugi-chan is laugh. at home, but I can imagine she's, like, the biggest bitch to her butlers. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, what... You know, like, let's say she has a butler called Jeeves. Like, what the fuck, so Jeeves? I want a fried chicken, not grilled chicken. Do you know what I mean? Like, I imagine she's that bitchy at home but we never see it so I would pay to watch that I bet you that's how it is I think that's how the internet perceives Mugi-chan like those Mugi-chan memes are hilarious maybe that's maybe they know something that we don't they do I think they do maybe she like Moonlights is like a pro wrestler or something whoa that's badass man I I think I think that Mugi-chan probably Moonlights as a pro wrestler but at the same time she's the kind of person that would just I don't know. She like, would, just she would don't fuck with the Mugi Chan. Yeah, she would. She would be like in a bite. She, she's like, I feel like she's Kanji from uh, Persona. Do you know what I mean? That's why I feel like yeah, like wrecking shit. Yeah, on the inside, yeah. like she's the complete opposite of Kanji. Like Kanji has this tough exterior, but he's so cute and innocent on the inside. But Mugi Chan's the other way around. Like Mugi Chan's like so cute, but I don't know. Mugi Chan could be like beating the shit out of biker gangs. Um, <laughs> that's why I feel like. Just for the fun of it, not because it's disturbing her mum. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but anyway, continue. No, I'm neutral. What else? Neutral. neutral on the whole ship okay. again. Okay, cool. That's disappointing. But Kevin, what do you think? I, I'm disappointed, Tyson. I expected more from you. <sighs> well, 
Anyways, um, I only have one ship and one ship only. Really, I don't. Th I think everything else is just they'd be good as friends. But the one ship I have would be Mio and Azusa because they look so similar and they're they. I think their attitudes are kind of similar in the way that uh, when she's first introduced, if you remember, that Azusa really. She wanted people, other people in the club to get their shit together, you know, stop eating, start practicing and stuff. And I think that Mio thinks the same yeah, way, right? Because she's always trying to get... Yeah, I know, but it's like, sometimes I feel like, why is Asusa doing that? Is it because Asusa just, oh, senpai noticed me? Is, is it because of that? Because it, you know, I... I think it's more because like, she, she takes it really seriously, right? Yeah, just I like know, Mio. but I think at the same that... time, it, there is also this kind of underlying thing where it's like, if I was Mio-chan and someone was just copying all of my mannerisms and they look very similar to me but different hairstyle I'm like what the fuck are you doing like, do you know what I mean I'd be really annoyed uh, obviously I'm not Mio-chan if I was then you know I would be so happy um, but yeah another thing is you know there wasn't much ships and that's true let's move on to it, to what the uh, I don't think there were any sh like there wasn't any shipping intended by no, I don't, I don't the think this all, anime you know? was mainly intended at for all. ships that's 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 off mm -hmm. the bat I, because there really there is no references to that's romance a, that's a good thing to be honest from my point of view because I know a lot of people on my timeline um shout out to Javi and to Matt you think you can um, give out shout outs okay cool I'll allow that I'll let that slide cool okay sorry I I, I didn't know no, it wasn't allowed, but... That's um, fine, no, no, can, I was only joking. Okay. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, but they just... Some people I know, just they don't like Yuri because they think that... I do agree with them in the sense that some people, they, they take shipping way too seriously and they kind of see the things, like relationships between the characters the way they want to see them, right? Mm. And Kaon's such a good anime because... It's not forcing any ships or anything. It's just yeah, no, the they're not. Just the thing is, friends, yeah, they're not, you know, they're not and forcing it's their ships. own right. story. You're completely correct. Other animes, well, they kind of do, and I feel like even free, it was so much easier to ship characters in free for some reason compared to K. On there was oh my god, Tyson, what, what is this? By the way, for you guys that are listening now and thinking, why is Tyson being so silent? Is because he's searching for Mugi Chan memes, which actually come incredibly hilarious. And I will be posting these on Twitter after the recording, so you guys can look back at them. And now he's typing. What's no, no, going I'm, on? I'm not typing. typing. Oh, that was oh, me that's typing. You. I just tweeted something. What the hell? Do, do you use a typewriter? Like, what the hell, man? Oh, it's just because my, my um, microphone's right beside my keyboard. Oh, I see. I have, a ty I have a puny desk, so... I'm not even... I'm not recording on my desk. I'm recording in my bed. Like a mouse. Oh. Yeah, I yeah, suppose. Cool. I suppose your lap is hot, but no, I'm, I'm Wait, using a laptop. How does that work? Oh, okay. Because I thought if you have a desktop and you're recording your bed, how does that yeah, work? Yeah, no, I, I apparently yes, I have a desktop and I'm recording everything on my bed. That's cool. Uh, no, I mean, but there, there are small computers out there. That, that'd be possible because you know in Japan they have what are those? You know what those tables are called? Bish? You know, like with a heater underneath. Yeah, yeah, those. That would be bad. Like it'd be awesome if I could have one of those. Like, I'd pay anything to get those tables. They are very expensive, my friend. Anyway, let's continue with Kaon because that's the most important thing. Um, 
There's another thing, there's a theme in Kaon that kind of continues, it's kind of this theme of friendship, which is, you know, similar mm-hmm. to Free in a certain way, but at the same time I feel that this anime focuses more on the relationship between these girls and their friendship between them, and how they kind of progress and grow throughout this anime. Another thing I enjoy about this anime, of course, is its music. It is a music anime, mm-hmm. and oh, like I said, it reminds me of, you know, a simpler time when I was a musician and whatnot. And it's really, it's really upbeat. I feel that there isn't any sort of depressing music, and even the opening theme and the ending theme really get me hyped and really gets me happy. And I feel like, oh man, yeah, Kaon. Uh, what do you guys think about the the music in this album? The opening song, get, it, 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 the opening song gets a, a, it's on my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, there was a time where I used to wake up in the morning and just, I, you know, because I downloaded all of the K on soundtrack. Um, but yeah, it, it was, I used to listen to that theme, the opening theme of K on, while brushing my teeth. Like, that was just like, ah, oh. I'm going on the train, I'll listen to the, uh, you know, Don't Be Lazy. I was like, yes! This gave me hard. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, that's that's the way it was. Kaon would just make my day. Like, wow. You know what I mean? Um, so what what else you what else you like about it? Okay, um, the fact that he that, that he hears so carefree. At least when it comes to the normal <laughs> to to the to the normal music to the normal music that that is like not composed by the Kaon group. I like how here's like here's like just so I I don't even know. I I see what you mean. It's like even the music within the anime is very upbeat and carefree. There really isn't any moments where the where the anime has this kind of you know, <clears throat> cinematic track where something's mm-hmm. going bad because, to be honest, nothing is going bad in this anime. There is no, there is no situation where they have to play some depressing mm-hmm. soundtrack. Yeah, which is it's oh, very that, different from what I've seen in other animes. But there's that slightly depressing moment I think at the at near the end when like um, Ritsu sick and like Yui sick, and the yeah, falling but out. But it's not like, like mini it's falling not out like they're the, gonna like, die. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, not, yeah. Not something like, oh my god, it's not like kill it. It's kill, not extreme. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> so, so what do you think, Kevin, about the music? All right. Um, what I think. Um, well, um, the music, like I said, uh, when I first started talking about this, I think it was quite good. The opening is decent, but w- what I really like, and I'll probably download, like like I said, um, would be the ending. I really like it. I have it stuck in my head. I'd always, like, you know, I would sing along after it, but I'd, I'd hum the theme of the ending mm. after I finish every episode, but uh, what's your... Can I just ask you guys, what's your favorite song? Oh, not, not yes. opening and end, or ending. Oh my god, Because yes. mine is My Lover is a staple, Stapler, I think my that's the name of the song. Ding, yeah, My Lover is a Stapler. Ding, ding, ding. I just, it was just so upbeat, so lively. I mean, probably the my favorite song um, in the anime, excluding the ending. You know what my um, favorite song, song is? What? Take. Wait, hang on. Fua Fua time. Fua Fua time. Fua Fua time. Fua Fua time. 
Is it it? Yeah, I love Far Far Time. I was hoping you would sing it with me. Oh, I, I don't know. Let's go! You kind of blown there, bitch, but. What? Oh, I'm a shit singer, Tyson, and I don't Tyson. need lyrics. No, we could just sing the Far Far Time bit. Tyson. Give us a beat. The lyrics in Japanese, if I did, I would be able to sing that song for days. Um, I'm going to listen to it right now, actually. It's so good. That's like my favorite song out of all of them. Like, I listen to it I, and I feel it, I feel fluffy on the inside because fluffy. Fua Fua means fluffy, fluffy, fluffy mm-hmm. time. And I feel, I just feel like lighter than air when I when I uh, hear that song. And what's your favorite song? My, fav- my favorite song, um, I'm going to have to go with the, I'm going to have to go with the beginning one. I'm sorry. Oh, not with. Um, we're not talking about opening and ending songs. We're talking about songs. The thing the is that there, it, 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 there wasn't one I particularly enjoyed. I'm kind of neutral on the whole matter. Oh, okay, hmm. that's interesting actually. Because for me, like I said, I really loved all the songs, but hmm. mm-hmm. I, I like. I, I find I, it odd that you prefer the opening and ending songs mainly because they just. Have you heard the full? Uh, the full versions of them, or just from what you've seen? Just the from anime? what I've seen the anime. I think you should see the full song because it's. I know it I've seen the full version uh, song of um, Kayagaki Girls. I I prefer the anime one only. Not if, um, I don't like I don't like uh, the full song, but I do. But I do. But I do prefer okay. the because a little bit on the anime. Another thing is you know Death Devil the Sawako's mm-hmm. K-On group. Their songs, like for me, I'm I like heavy metal, but I find it was a shock for me to to see the teacher, like this really <clears> nice <throat> looking teacher, really cute, and then she comes like like screamos, and I'm like, whoa! I'm like, well, it was like really odd for me to see that um, because for me, when I initially watched this anime, I was like, oh, she's so cute, like cool, you know, and then she's always complaining how she doesn't have a boyfriend. I'm like, okay, I can't see why, and then she's like, oh, heavy metal, blur, blur, blur. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm, I was kind of shocked by that. I didn't expect a character like that to be mm. into it. It was quite, it was quite interesting. Um, another thing, another thing we're going to be talking oh. about is. Hang on. What, what's going on? I have, a, I have a question for you too. Oh, there's a question. Before we move on, just real quick. Um, since uh, both of you are well versed in what? The audio wait, wait, world. wait! What the hell was this that you showed me? Hold on a moment. Why? Okay, it, what is this? Is this a <laughs> not it, not it, no, but they, no, but Mookie's <laughs> supposed to have them bigger than me. Or what the hell? Okay, now they. It, it, okay, this awkward Apparently silence not. really troubles me. Let's just move on. Yeah, sorry. All right. Um. Yeah, continue, please. <laughs> I was just. I just saw it and I was like, "Why are you sending me this?" <laughs> but anyways, um, since you two are well versed in like audio wise. What do you think of like not the music but the sound quality like of the instruments and everything itself? Because that's me, that's something that okay because stood yeah, out for okay. me. I would say the how the instruments sound. To be honest, they're professionally recorded, and I find that you know because I did record with instruments before and stuff. I find that it was up to a good standard. 
and they sound realistic. You can tell that they did record. I'm not sure whether they recorded with a live band or not, as opposed to just computer generating these sounds. Um, I hope that they did because they, they do sound like they are done using those instruments, especially with those guitars. You can kind of tell the difference between the make of guitars just by the sound. Um, I honestly hope that that's the case. I'm not sure, but I would say yes, they are. It's a good sound quality in terms of the instruments and whatnot. What do you think? The, th- the thing about their live performances is that it sounds way too overproduced for for it to be a live performance. You have to have some um, some balance in order to make it realistic. Like um, at the rebirth, at the echo, like you're you're, you're, you're actually yeah, playing course. to a live I, I crowd. Mean, you're not. You're not. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, I, I understand that. But what I was saying was in terms of it wasn't done in in fruit. Yes. Yeah. You know, um, it, it was it was done with actual. Yeah, but um. As opposed to everything yeah, done. Yeah, but I'm, but I'm mostly pointing out my my grab, and this is not only limited to KM, but it's only um, at the other shows that also have live performances. But it sounds like everything is done inside a studio. Like when it when it when it sounds kind of like overproduced, is when I kind of like twitch my eyebrow a little bit. I'm like, really? You you have an opportunity to make me believe these characters are in here playing in front of a crowd and you make and you merely play um and you merely play a track on the on the recording program that's it whether it was recorded or not in uh in, in actual into in regards to this gripe it's not important it's just that it sounds overproduced like overmastered as well and um that, okay. and, and, and that's mostly a gripe and, reg- and in regards to them yeah um i i will echo vicious um Comment and comments on the matter, um, but I merely I merely had to point out that little gripe that I had. Yeah, that's that's fine. I can understand it, but at the same time, I'm thinking about it like, okay, I can I understand that, but bear in mind, people aren't necessarily gonna want to hear a live performance necessarily because it is an anime. You, there is a certain quality with can, like proper live performances that you don't necessarily can capture on like audio. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I mean? Like, you need to be in the flesh to hear it in its epicness. But I feel that they really, like, what's the point of doing a a complete... Like, not, no, but there are know, ways There are ways to reproduce that. There are ways to reproduce it, but you don't have to be on a touring full of people to kind of, like, get the sound. There are tricks. Yeah, no, I know, I understand that. But what I'm saying is that it's, it's very, it's very different. Like, you see musicians that, you know, the stuff for their... Um, for their EP is completely different to what they sing on stage. Like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. There's, they sound like some musicians, some vocal uh, people. They sound completely different in a recording studio because they tweak the, the way they yes. sound. To be honest, and and then they can't mm. sing properly live. The it, the th- it, the thing I that like, I perceive mostly from uh, from hearing Kay- um, Kayagaki Girls, which is the interesting to K.O. in its entirety is that there doesn't there doesn't seem to be any sort of um, voice processing which which was actually in the, and there's like a little MC moment in which I'm like okay so this is the so if, if anything the only post processing is adding a little bit of rebirth but but I think full on plugging edit the voice nothing like that um, another thing I wanted to mention, because you mentioned your gripe, my gripe, um, I've clearly stated this at the start, is the kind of lack of character development within uh, certain characters, like, 
forgot her name now. Asu Sojan. Mm-hmm. Mainly because I feel that it doesn't give the character enough justice. I feel that season two kind of fixes that, but just for the purposes of season one, I feel that it it, it wasn't the best choice to introduce her so late. I feel that if they were going to introduce her late, you might as well just introduce her in second season. Kind of like how in free, you introduced you, you haven't introduced new characters straight away. They introduced new characters in second I season. I do aim. And I do. If, I do have a coming on there, but I'm going to leave it for the for the free in second season. In. It's it's possibly it's possibly the case where that Kyoto Animation realized their their issues that they've done with Kaon and kind of introduced that showed it up free do you know what i mean because it, it's mm-hmm. an issue for me and i i don't like that and honestly it's not has nothing to do with the story or the manga artist because he has no control over wh- how his work is going to be split into seasons i feel that's kyoto's mm-hmm. job um another thing that I, this is a gripe at the fans of Kaon as opposed to the anime People are asking for a season three of Kaon, and I can understand there is content to do a season three, but um, season three of Kaon it'd be complicated though. And, be- and besides, right. Kaon doesn't know how to count a three. They're like Valve in that way. It's not just that. I feel that season three is kind of for Kaon would be re- incredibly stupid because season three they go to college. The four characters go to college. The original Kaon group go to college, and they meet more people and form another Kaon group. And the other characters. You know, before they go to college, there she still, you know, Asusa still has to do a K-On group, and I'm like, what the hell? Like, how the hell are you going to incorporate this in an anime unless you do it as a film, and then make a season three where it's that be a lot all of the characters are together? Right? So. Yeah, they would be, but I can understand it could work as a film where you have this back and forth between characters, and then possibly have a season three where all of the characters are together because. I believe they all go to the same college, even you know, even Asusa, towards the end uh, in in the uh, college manga after she graduates and whatnot. So they could they could make a season three, but I can't see it working at all unless they do like an OVA or a film before yeah, that that explains. For, yeah, it's not fitting for a show format. To be mm-hmm. honest, it'd be too complicated would, in my opinion. And I feel that when people are like, oh, but there we could make a season three. There is content. Do it. I don't feel that Kyoto Animation should get this kind of pressure from fans, and I, f- I feel that if you are one of those people that want a season 3, fair enough, and I kind of felt that way as well until I realized that there is mm-hmm. there is more manga where there are in college and whatnot, and I just realized it just well, doesn't work, and please, yeah. don't get your hopes up, because if you if this actually go, if this actually happens and it becomes shit, you're going to get even more annoyed, and you would wish yeah, it like, never happened. I'd, I'd much rather have if it is going to be done, if a season three does happen, I, I hope it's done right. I'd honestly rather have no season three than a bad season three that would yeah, ruin exactly. the series. Yeah, exactly. The thing is, there is there is not going to be a season three. It's, it's more of a pipe dream, kind of like how people wanted a uh, they wanted Half Life Three. Yeah, kind of like Half Life. No, I think <laughs> I think to be honest, and I really don't want to comment on this, but I feel that there is going to be a Half Life Three. It's going to mm. happen. Uh, to be nobody knows. No, I think it's gonna happen because I think the trolling has to stop sometime. It's another thing. It's it's kind of like Kyoto Animation in a sense. Valve don't like the number three. It's kind of weird. Like w- there's no Portal Three. Like what the hell? There's so many other games that they have that don't have a three. 
even Team Fortress does not have a three. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. But that's that's just something uh, that I kind of picked up from, from oh. what Tyson mentioned. But what, oh, what are your gripes? Oh, um, uh, before Kevin. handing the microphone to Kevin, um, I just wanted to add on the whole uh, live performance thing. And I felt like I should point out, I don't think it's because um, Ke- um, Kiwani doesn't have the money. Because we're talking about the same studio that recently, in, fr- in, in second season of Free... They actually recruited an American studio to handle to handle an episode where almost all the speakers are English, and they they, they only had their um, they only had some of the Japanese characters in there just uh, talking very bad English. But the ones who do speak English are actually recorded in an American studio, so I don't think it's a money issue. But the thing is, even they've done that even with Kaon. If you see their film for Kaon. When they're in London, it's a me- that the British accents are on point. You can tell they really got British voice actors for that, especially the taxi driver. He's like, "Oh, oh, where you want to go, love?" Wait. And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, this guy." Hang on, wait. Is the movie in? Is it subbed and dubbed, or is it only dubbed? It, the movie is Japanese voice. There's also a dubbed uh-huh. version, but I find that the the English version kind of takes away. From a lot of the jokes, and this is another thing, another gripe of mine. But that's mainly for the uh, for the English dub. Jokes don't translate properly. They honestly don't. Amazing. How does amazing, the Azunyan translate into the dub? I'm not sure because I haven't got to that point within within the dub. I've only seen snippets. But there's like moe moe kyun. I felt that if they kept that in Japanese, would have made it would have been so much cooler. In English, they say the power of cuteness compels you. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, it just what? doesn't work. And I find that there is a translation issue. I don't find it's the issue with the voice actors. The voice actors are great. And some some jokes are hilarious because they're like, oh, we speak Japanese and not English. Yet they're speaking English in the dub. So it's like, that's hilarious. But there's cert- like certain things doesn't work in terms of translations. Sometimes mm-hmm. certain jokes get lost in translations. Or they modify the joke too much, and it's like you lose all meaning. Yeah, of the joke. but but um, but that's um, that's mostly what a that's mostly the gra- uh, the uh, the struggle of a lo- of a localization uh, of localization. Like, do you do you keep it do you keep it close to the to the source material, or do you um go back and 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 then rewrite the whole thing just to sit just to sit an audience? No, no, no. The thing is. The thing is, um, I feel that, that that was a really poor translation. And I feel that voice actings are great. And I feel that that's what lifts that English dub. But translation's bad. And, and don't I don't want to hear the fact that it's, it's difficult. Yes, indeed, it is difficult. But look at all these companies. But that's not really an excuse, exactly. though, right? Most of these companies like NIS America, they, for, um, for their Toradora English dub, translation was perfect. And even for Killer Kill... There are a lot of things in Japanese that remain in Japanese because they realize that, you know, Senkets, you know, they can't they can't call him fresh blood in English because it just sounds wrong. Kind of like this power of cuteness compels you. It just sounds wrong. And I feel that if they remain certain bits in Japanese, whether or not people understand it, it I think that's much better. I think that's, you know, I didn't understand what Moe Moe Kyun means. And it's, is that the literal translation? The translation they took, or they, the thing? No, they just made something up because Moe Moe really doesn't have a 
a translation. It, it, it's not like, yeah, it's not a specific word. It's yeah, just... it's something to describe something. It's like a verb mm-hmm. that really doesn't have a meaning. But it's like, even in the subtitled version, they still keep that in there. They don't even try to translate it. I feel that if they went with the, like, didn't heavily modify it because we only did and it was really disappointing. Anyway, what are your gripes, David? Um, I don't have many. I think my main gripe would be the plot. Not only the plot, it's more like the way, way it's paced, really. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I said, they introduced a major character, Azusa, way too late in, in the anime. And that kind of, it, that raised a lot of issues regarding Azusa's character. And the pacing just felt on and off because of that. It's just the way that there are time skips and there... Maybe it was like that in the anime. I mean, the the manga, you know? Um, and so, of course, they have to follow the manga. It's just that in an anime, like, when you skip ahead a few months at a time... Because in the anime, I think they, they cover two years, right? Because they cover um, um, yeah, they, Yui's yeah. first year and then her second year, right? They cover two years. Well, not in this season, but in... <clears throat> In season, uh... no, they cover. I think they cover three years actually. The whole high school situation, yeah. No, no, it's no. In season one, no. In season one, no. In in season two, it's one and a half years. I mean, in season one, it's one I and a half like years. One and a half ish in season one. One yeah, half in so season. So it's three years because... altogether, essentially. Yeah, I see that sometimes when they skip ahead and all these events are compressed, it feels kind of weird. But, they but I mean, need yeah, that because. They can't. It's yeah. not a twenty-four episode anime, and if it was, it, honestly, Kaon would be shit. If it was a twenty, because y- you can't do much with slice of life anime. There's not much detail you can do, and especially I, I agree because right it's also yeah. a music anime. You have to focus on what's the important events that go on, whether it's a gig or whatever. Because if we're just their daily lives, because it's kind of repetitive. But if 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 it was a twenty-four episode anime and we were just focusing on their daily lives, I would lose interest, honestly. Um, so I well, feel that that not was that, just like the, the pacing to be honest uh, the way they put th- like put plot elements um, in the anime like Azusa's but that's the main main thing here that really mm-hmm. bugs me but other than that I think everything else is either decent or well done like the music and the characters right the plot itself isn't something to be blown away over because it's the plot it's not a like central part of the story it's just this mold that keeps everything together, right? It's the plot is basically they're a band. This is what they live through, right? So it's not really deep or anything to be blown away about, but um, everything else is pretty nice. So characters, the music's really well done, right? Because of course it's a music anime. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that the pacing's really the main gripe I have. I don't think I have anything else to bring up. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing before we wrap up, I just wanted to mention that. A lot of people will kind of hate me for saying this, but I feel that this... I'm not sure if it was the first of its kind, but I feel that it paved the way for other music animes out there. Because it is so immensely popular. This anime on DVD, like, and also the film as well, it grossed, I think, over I think 24 million United States dollars, which is crazy. Honestly, it is. And it shows how popular it is and whatnot and i feel that there's there's even games that they've made you know sega's even made like rhythm games similar to project diva you know the the vocal games similar to that and to be honest those games aren't necessarily the best in terms of graphics and whatnot but they are really fun games 
and I feel that they're. I think they're immensely popular in Japan. They are the very, product very, very. Product Diva is also also very popular here, um, as well. Not really popular. I think we kind of wouldn't say me as a human being, but I mean like the fan base in general, the Vocaloid fan base, really wanted that game to come over, so they brought it over. It's also made by Sega, the same people who made the K-On game, and I feel that possibly they could have used the same technology because they're really good with their rhythm games. But anyway, uh, let's wrap up here now. So yeah, what is the next episode about, Kevin? Alright, so it's my suggestion, um, and the next episode is going to be uh, The Devil is a Part-Timer, or Hataraku Maosama. So yeah, yep. we'll hopefully have that episode um, in February. So this is our only January episode, guys. And you're like, what? Bish, no, we need more. Uh, there will be content, <laughs> other kunai content coming soon, which I really can't speak about on air. But yeah, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode of Kunai. Yay! And we didn't say Happy New happy Year. New year. So happy, happy New Year. Happy New Year. Alright, so Happy New Year. Happy... No, but the reason we didn't say Happy New Year is because... It's not even Christmas yet by the time we're recording. So, yeah. Happy New Year. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed your Christmas. And, or, Happy Holidays as well. So, yeah. See ya.